0: On wages, the prices, and poverty. Now, I know there are some people who say this isn't any business of the President of the United States. And, uh, All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Two Moms, One Mike. I'm your host, Tania, and this is my co host, Desiree. And today we are talking about the stigmas of parenthood, negative and positive. Yep. So I think we both have a lot of
1: experiences mm-hmm. and we kind of relate, but also our experiences are so different, which is kind of cool. And let me just tell you guys, like once we become a parent, like it's a whole different perspective, a whole different mindset. And I really think it opened the world to like the stigmas mm. about being a parent, but
0: also just being a black mother. Or a young black uh, mother. I feel like that's, right. you know, you got... More on your back, you know, with all of that you're black. You're you got young. like black stigmas. You right. got you got young parents stigmas. Right. It's a lot. It's a lot against you. I feel like something that I've experienced personally is, you know, people just assuming that I don't know what I'm doing because one, this is my first child, and two, that I'm young. But I feel like I have a more mature uh, mentality mentality about a lot of things and I kind of can you know just I know how to assess situations I know how to listen to my emotions and listen to my body and I feel like something that I went through you know during the birthing process is people not listening to me about what I feel is wrong with my body Mm -hmm. because in the beginning um I got induced by the way I was forced to be induced, which is red flag number one. In that situation, um, I had a an instance where I was getting induced and I was telling the doctors, like they put the fully balloon in there to dilate me Mm -hmm. and I was telling her I was like this doesn't feel right you know like I can feel it like kind of falling out of me like it just literally didn't feel right and I kept expressing that to her she was like oh no that's just how it's supposed to feel and you know that's fine that's normal and like how are you going to tell me like I know what I'm feeling inside of my body you know just because you've done this before and you've placed this thing into multiple people I'm not everybody's not the same right so I went a whole day with in pain basically with this thing halfway in me halfway out of me oh my goodness And why couldn't they double check on it they didn't listen to me they oh, this, didn't listen oh. to me so that whole next day the next day comes and they check my cervix I'm back to zero I'm not dilated at all and they're like oh it's not in correctly." I'm like we just wasted a whole day in the hospital because you didn't you decided not right. to listen to me about my body and And you had to suffer at the end of the day. Exactly and put your baby more at risk. Exactly. And then I also had of course I had Hugh's mom and Hugh there to advocate for me. But that that was kinda like nothing at the same time as well, because they weren't listening to them or me. This we know better. We're the doctors, sorry, we're the nurses, we're the doctors, we know this, we know that. And I'm like This is my body. How are you? You know, I I can definitely relate on that with the assumptions. Mm -hmm. It's also
1: assumptions like when you're pregnant, too, Mm -hmm. because I remember going for my first appointment, ultrasound, everything. I was about 18 weeks. I went to get my ultrasound pretty late. Mm -hmm. I think I went before 18 weeks, actually. I just remember my first time going to an OG BYN. Like I just went in there Um, once like the lady was nice greeting me. And then once she, I confirmed my birthday and my right. age type of thing, mm-hmm. complete demeanor changed. She was short with me every time I came back. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, I ended up leaving that place because right. I did not like how I was getting treated. Mm-hmm. I felt like I was being judged. And the thing is, I got pregnant on birth control.
0: <laughs> so... <laughs> it was like, I didn't try to I do this. I didn't try to do this, y'all. <laughs> like, yeah.
1: Like... I wanted my baby. Right. I feel like that's what other people, I feel like that's what people really don't understand either. Yeah, yeah we made a choice, but we made a choice to keep our baby. Mm-hmm. Like,
0: I didn't, I like, I wanted my baby. I feel like regardless of what choice we made, whether to keep the baby or, you know. As long as the baby's being taken care of or as long as, like,
1: you know, at the end of the day, if you can't support a, a life,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you should make that decision to
0: not carry that life like or you can carry it but not you know put it in that position you maybe give it up for adoption or whatever but i feel like regardless of what decision we make whether it's to abort a kid keep a kid or you know set it up for adoption it's inevitable to be judged about that because you know from the outside looking in people are not knowing what's going on in our lives and what we can handle emotionally monetarily you know any of that so it's just like they're gonna judge regardless so it's just really up to us to kind of prove them wrong like I can't do this or this is a decision that I mm-hmm. made for me and nobody knows what's best for me but me right I feel like yeah I feel like that's it's it's ined- inevitable to be judged as a parent as a whole not even a young parent a mom anything like a mom but that that's the thing
1: like I don't I don't like how they categorize or separate mm-hmm. young motherhood or even young parenthood from just parenthood right because it's the same thing generations before us had kids at the same ages right. we're still adults like i mean yeah we had our kids early but we're still learning <laughs> like as as would like a 30 year old or a 40 year old having a kid
0: and i feel like it's also just based off you know the person and their mentality it is. as well because you can't that's just like you don't you don't ever group up like one people like you can't say all women or all men or you know stuff like that it's okay this mom is nuts. Right. But this mom, she has it together. You know, right. she's she's headstrong. She got her head on. She know what she's doing. And she's going to do whatever it takes to take care of this child. And, you, you, like, you just can't put all young moms or, you know, all teen moms in one category because none of them are one and the same.
1: I feel like that's parenthood in general. Yeah. Because every kid is different as well. Mm-hmm. Like, one one might work for another kid, but mm-hmm. the other may not work for them and i feel like it's also a big difference from compared to young dads mm. to young moms like i go on tiktok and just see a young dad like oh well no one's doing this thing so i'm a, it's my turn to do it and everyone's just praising him praising him for taking care of his child and not to say like that woman should be taking care of her kid understand that but it's, like, a whole big difference from, and like, it's when it's a, a young mom. mom a right. single mom,
0: they're like, oh, well, why did you have a baby with him? Or you shouldn't have right. did this. Or you shouldn't have known better. Yeah. Or, or, or um, why you could have prevented this. Yes. And I'm just like, it's you like, never know. And, and it is so crazy. Like, from the outside looking in, it's so easy to say these things. But when you're with somebody and, you know, sometimes you feel so strongly, like, about them. And, you know, people change dramatically after children. Women and men, they change dramatically. So it's just, like... I felt as if though this was the person that I could do this with, or whatever the case right. may be. But they changed. They, they changed. can't handle this. This is like this is us growing in life, and I'm. They are either not ready to, you know, take that next step, or they just they,
1: they don't just want not. it at all. Right, they don't want it
0: at all. So it's just it all. I, like you said, it all depends on the person. The the it just all depends on. It's like you just can't group them. You can't. No, you you can. can't put everybody in that box. I it don't really, like that.
1: You <laughs> really can't, because I mean. You can be 50 and be the most terrible person Mm -hmm. on the planet and terrible parent. You can't because there's people like that. But then also you can compare it to like a, like say a 20 year old and we're not promoting to be young parents. Like I feel like you should be financially secure. You should have a good support system before you have kids. Mm -hmm. But things like this happen and you can't just be like, oh, well, they don't happen. You need to wear a condom. You need to do this. You need to do that. People do those things and still get pregnant. Right. And then you're talking about you need to be absent. That's not realistic.
0: <laughs> I mean, for some people it is. However, we're no, curious. I'm, I'm like- saying like
1: people who say, oh, well, to prevent a kid, just mm-hmm. be absent. But no. that's not realistic at all. No. Like, that's not realistic. Not Kids all. are curious. Kids are going to do it regardless, if you say. And if you put... A lot of restrictions on it mm-hmm. instead of informing them, it's gonna of, make like, them
0: want to do it even more. Exactly. And find out for themselves. I feel like as a parent, I want to be a little more open when it comes to you know sex and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and like not hide it from them. No sex, no sex. Right? Like, no. Just kinda I Just kind of give them don't. the tools to navigate through that, and be like, okay. Yeah, I'm saying respect this person's body and also make sure they respect yours. And you do you put these certain things in place so that you don't end up like mommy, you know, <laughs> you
1: not know? even like end up like mommy because things do happen. Of course. Like I got pregnant on birth control. Mm-hmm. So even like compared to that, like I just want my daughter to be aware of her body, mm-hmm. you know, because our honestly as a woman, our bodies really know what's good for us and what's not. Yeah. Like our body is probably going to tell us before our mind does. Mm-hmm. So I just want her to be comfortable enough to know she can come to me for anything. Like, I want that open communication, not to just know your business, Mm -hmm. but I want to know you're safe, too.
0: Because I know as a kid or like as a young teenager or whatever the case may be, um, I was I was pretty scared to talk, like be open about Mm -hmm. sex and stuff like that, because my mom was like, don't end up like mommy, don't have a baby young, you know, but it was never like this is why you shouldn't do this. And, you know. It was just more like don't do it instead of giving me the tools to navigate through that because it just made me more curious. not, oh, I want to have a baby, but it's just like you're not telling me the things that I need to know to be able to, you know, get th- around this. So it just makes me want to do it even more.
1: I think for me, like, I really wish my my mom kind of told me the emotional part of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Rather like the physical because like, I knew about it. I was, you know, I was already educated on that. Mm-hmm. But the emotional side is completely different. When you first have sex with someone, it you're it's it's changed. Like right. it's different. And I think also navigating healthy dynamics mm-hmm. in relationships. Because people can use sex as a way to guilt trip, as a way to manipulate. get what they want, mm-hmm. as a way to manipulate. I feel like if I had a more understanding of that, like I'd just be more aware and conscious of who I'm giving myself to. Exactly.
0: Exactly. Because for me, like, that was a whole new playing field right. for me. I didn't know what was going on. And, like, now that I'm older and I'm looking back at it, I just wish I could hug myself. Like, oh, God. You know, and, like, sit down with myself and be like, look, this is not it, baby. Like, you, <laughs> no, like, this is not it. Trust me. Like, like you can wait some more. <laughs> yeah, like, I just, I really wish I was, like, um, like, more, like you said, like, I was taught more about the emotional side of things and, you know, how... How you can get manipulated into doing things, or you can confuse sex with love. Like, yes, that's oh, that's a big yeah. part. I definitely
1: want to and in- literally ingrain in my daughter, mm-hmm. like, hey, just because you have sex with a person does not mean that that there's love there, right? Like, and you can easily mistake that for that, especially when a person is telling you they love you, right? Especially during that, exactly. Yeah. Like, don't take it. I would say just take it with a grain of salt because mm-hmm. unless you're married, engaged, uh, that relationship can literally go poof in right. there.
0: You're not tied to this person. You're not tied to this person. Exactly. And a kid, a kid as well, like that's not being tied to a person. Mm-mm. And I'm not saying like, you know, people who are just solely dating aren't, you know, connected, but like you can, like you say, you can just leave at any time. There's no paperwork or no no money or anything that you have to go through to end that or break that situation off. It's just straight up, It could go in. Yeah.
1: And like, I know there's other relationships out there that don't believe in marriage, Mm -hmm. but that's like long term partnerships where people know each other and both sides are good with it. They have that communication. Mm -hmm. But I feel like, for example, if you're telling a person, I want to marry you, I want to have kids with you, I want to do this with you, you get pregnant and then that kind of just falls apart. Like, I get you can say all those things, but just be mindful, like, literally that that can go this away. Can,
0: yeah, this can be over tomorrow. You that know? can go
1: away yeah. because unless they're really
0: committing to you, Like, literally Mm -hmm. committing, not telling you, like, not verbally, but, like, putting it in actions, like, showing you. Yeah, I feel like that's important, and it's kind of different because you have a daughter and I have a son, so I have to kind of be on, like, the opposite side. Like, okay, you better treat this girl right, and, you know, because girls are manipulative as well, so exactly what I have to prepare him Mm -hmm. for that, but I also don't want him to be an F-boy or nothing like that, you know, just going around and screwing girls and whatever the case may be, like you have to respect your body as well because just because you're having sex with a girl that's that's not only you know what I'm saying you can be disrespected in that way as well you can yes, be used you, you can. can be all of these things and it's just like yeah just be more mindful about who you give your body to and you know who you who give their body to you cuz you could be Doing it with the craziest girl ever. She come to my house, busting out my windows. Now I got to fight somebody' child. Not even that. <laughs> Imagine she try to baby trap you. Like, that's True, a reality. That's real. that's real. That's a reality. Like, and you know, some people don't actually even be pregnant by no. that person or pregnant at you all. all stories Preg- I've heard about that? It's insane. It's actually insane. And these are from,
1: like, high schoolers. It's actually insane. So I feel like, yeah, just making sure, like, kids are aware that's the biggest part that needs to be ingrained
0: mm-hmm. I really hope you guys enjoyed this conversation I hope it was informative as well as entertaining that's all for this episode I'm Tania I'm Desiree and this is Two Moms One Mic I'll see you next week do the mic drop mic drop <laughs> <laughs>